0: This principle of success is called the mastermind principle.
1: The, 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 the mastermind your life podcast. podcast. If you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the mastermind your life podcast. Your life. Let's go. Let's go. With Tolu Oboyemi. Owoyimi. 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 Hey guys, what's going on? It's Toby from Mastermind Your Life Podcast. We got this incredible treat for you guys. Get rid of your active campaigns, your click funnels, all these other softwares. We've combined everything into one place. Plus, we put our webinar engine in that we use to get clients hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Not only that, but we do daily group coaching. And look at this. You're going to get all of this 14 days on us. That's our incredible treat to you. So now I want you to go ahead and text the word GROW, G-R-O-W, to 443 775 8-0 you're in for an incredible treat that's gonna blow your mind enjoy the rest of the show hey hey, hey! what's going on masterminders welcome to another episode of mastermind your life we got Lisa a Smith in the house serial entrepreneur health and wellness subject matter she's a plant-based nutritionist she's also the author of the plant-based foodie Lisa welcome to the show
0: thank you so much for having me Tolu.
1: awesome awesome we are excited that you're here we were just talking a little bit even before the show started about you know, Western medicine and how it's not exactly the best thing for us. Um, Talk about why it isn't the best thing for us.
0: First, I just want to start off by saying, you know, Western medicine has its place, right? There is no doubt about it that there have been some advances in medicine and technology that is life saving. All right. However, the issue comes into play, Tolu, when it comes to chronic lifestyle diseases. So I want to make that distinction. So chronic lifestyle diseases, which disproportionately impact communities of color, includes things such as obesity, hypertension, heart disease, high cholesterol, um, you know, kidney failure, fatty liver disease, some autoimmune diseases, right? So there are definitely some conditions where seeking out alternative um, health modalities are going to be just as effective, often more effective, than how Western medicine instructs us to treat these conditions, right? So um, even though a lot of these lifestyle diseases we can live with, we shouldn't be. And so it is my belief that one of the most powerful tools in eradicating and reversing these conditions that causes premature death in our community is a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And so doing lifestyle modifications such as adopting a plant-based diet in many, many cases that I personally have witnessed and escorted people through will reverse things like type 2 diabetes, obesity, hypertension, high cholesterol chronic kidney failure. And that is new information for a lot of us. And so Western medicine can be great if you want to live with your lifestyle disease, but you need to seek alternative modalities if you actually want to reverse it.
1: Now, I think this is quite fascinating just due to the fact that this is things that grow naturally, you know, all around us. Um, and there's so much power. In fact, when you think about like some of the earliest uh, medicines and things that they incorporate with today's um, treatments, it's still all coming from, uh, the earth It's still all coming from plants and trees and things around us. So, you know, being able to, um, take a look at it on your own personal basis and, you know, put together a, a treatment plan, I think is astounding, uh, mm-hmm how did you get into this world you know because were you at a time you know eating meats and you know having a different lifestyle and then you're like eureka or something happened and you're like okay i gotta go plant-based
0: oh you already know i definitely was not raised this way but they say i did not wake up like this okay um this is definitely a lifestyle that i transitioned into to in my 30s Um, And it started with my personal weight loss journey back in 2012. I was overweight and I hired my first personal trainer. I was still eating animal products. Uh, So I started my weight loss journey and she helped me lose my first 30 pounds. Then I ended up moving moving out of the country and I went on to lose another 35. So I lost a total of 65 pounds before becoming a plant-based vegan. What inspired the transition to become a plant-based vegan was I decided to completely switch careers when I got back to the US and I became a personal trainer myself. And after training clients for so long and not talking to them about nutrition only during the exercise, I realized we had to start having conversations about food, but I didn't feel I had a level of mastery that would allow me to do that. So I started studying what diets were the most optimal for both weight loss and longevity, because all diets don't give you both. And what I discovered was this plant-based diet. I started experimenting on myself, slowly taking things out of my diet. It was a game changer. It's why I've been able to maintain my 65 pound weight loss. It is also the reason for why I am so cognitively and neurologically sharp. And um, it has been a lifesaver for me. And so I ended up retiring from personal training, went on to just begin teaching nutrition full time. And now I full-time teach plant-based nutrition, teach individuals with chronic lifestyle diseases how to eradicate them using a plant-based diet. But I started it for actually professional reasons, just trying to test out what's the best diet for optimal health.
1: Incredible. Um, Now, when you look back, what are the differences between when you were, you know, meat-based and that other lifestyle, and now that you're plant-based, what... Or how has it, you know, cognitively, emotionally, physically uh, changed your life?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just so sorry that this is only an hour podcast. But let me see what I can squeeze in here, okay? Because uh, the benefits are so long. Um, but, you know, for me, like I said, the privilege that I had is that when I adopted a plant-based diet, I was not overweight anymore. I also did not have any pre-existing conditions. I wasn't on medications. I wasn't... Um, hadn't been prescribed anything or diagnosed with anything. So I will say that that's really important because the biggest benefit that stood out to me, I probably wouldn't have noticed if I was so busy trying to combat a physical ailment. Mm. But with that being said, The biggest benefit by far for me, like I mentioned, was how my brain started working. And so everything from recall, I mean, most people think our our memory loss is due to us aging or being busy all the time, but no, it's probably the sugar you're eating. Um, So my ability to recall, my ability to concentrate, um, my emotional intelligence, um, my ability to um think through like be be a good decision maker so critically thinking right i don't have the brain fog if that makes sense but also because i create content for a living in my coaching programs at my company the black health academy i create content every single day and that's everything from you know reels on social media to curriculum in my private programs or or talks and lectures that i've been booked to do and so because i constantly have to produce my brain, I can't afford for my brain ever not to be clear and sound. And so for me, that neurological clarity, that mental clarity has been unmatched by anything I've ever done previously. Uh, but then the cherry on top is that I've also, from a physical standpoint, um, I'm not in the danger zone for any type of health challenge, whether it be hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, kidney failure. You know, my risk of cancers are significantly lower autoimmune disease you know covid i was never scared of because my immune system i know is on fire operating mm-hmm. at the topest of the level and so um, that is just a cherry on top though what keeps me dedicated to the lifestyle i'm not fearful about being overweight ever again or any of that it's literally i do not want my brain to be compromised ever again by the chew, the food that i choose to eat on a daily
1: basis incredible For your clients or people that, you know, join your curriculum or coaching programs and that start to implement these changes, what are some of the first benefits that they notice or you notice when they make that change?
0: Well, it's an interesting question because um, I have two coaching programs, one that I'm kind of decommissioning this year, but that one is farm to table. And that's the program that people come into when they want to personally adopt a whole food plant based diet. And the program from the table is specifically curated for people who have an imminent health challenge. So it's not an introductory program, it's not a jumpstart program. I encourage people to go do one of those first before they come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, the thing that they typically notice first because they're coming to me for physical ailments is physical differences. So it's typically weight loss starts happening right away when we take all of that saturated fat out of the diet. Um, and then it's typically um, a boost in energy they notice really quickly, like the lethargy starts to lift fairly quickly as well. Um, and I would say the next benefit for most of our students is definitely how they're thinking and sleeping, like kind of how the brain it can be a steel and they can think a little more clear as well. Mm-hmm. So I would I say those would be the top three things that people start to notice right away.
1: We are living in a time whereby people are beginning to say, you know what, I got to be careful, you know, what I eat. And, uh, you know, people are kind of the, the pork belly ribs, you know, to kind of switch and say, hey, you know, let me just go grab Chipotle or, you know, Subway or something that's a little bit more healthier that they assume is. When you look at those um, food chains, Or restaurants or you know whatever that kind of claim to be hey you know we're green and a little bit more healthier how would you compare what they actually produce within somebody versus your plant-based kind of approach to uh, living
0: yeah I I consider so you're asking me uh, things like Chipotle and things that purport to be a little cleaner than the traditional fast food right exactly Okay, I I see them as complementary to what I'm teaching, Tolu. So, here's the thing. When people ask me, is something healthy, right? Like, Lisa, what do you think about, you know, the plant-based burgers and all of this stuff that has come out, right? When someone asks, are those okay, are those healthy? The answer always is, what are you comparing it to? Mm. So, it's not a solid yes or no, right? So, is, you know, a burrito bowl from Chipotle... Gonna good be
1: burrito bowls
0: Oof. Listen, look, I love a good black bean. Listen, uh, give me both beans, okay? Give me both rices, okay? I'm gonna need in, in, case, in case anybody wants to know my order, in case I drop some value today and they want to send me a Chipotle gift card, let me tell y'all what I'm going to get. I'm going to get brown rice and white rice, pinto and black beans. Oh. I want the peppers in there. Give me the tofu and the guac. That's my order. And it's awesome. But anyway, so when people ask, you know, like, is it healthy as always? What are you comparing it to? So if you are going to Chipotle, but before you were going to stop and get a hot and ready or a four for four app, yes, because now you're going to at least get some fiber, some whole grains, right? So now what I teach is an elevated version of a plant-based diet. And I probably should have said this earlier where I'm not, my mission is not to just make you vegan, right? You can be vegan technically and be very unhealthy, right? Wow. You can eat a whole bunch of processed vegan food. You can still consume a lot of what we call SOS in my community, salt, oil, and sugar. Um, you can be a junk food vegan who actually never eats plants, but you just don't eat animals. And so what I teach is an elevated version of a plant-based diet, meaning we prioritize plants every damn day. We prioritize eating the rainbow. We prioritize eliminating or unprocessing your diet. So all of the vegan fast food and junk food um, is not allowed here in, in my space. Because again, I'm working specifically with people who have an imminent health challenge, meaning the body and the mind is already compromised. So I'm not working with plant curious people who are healthy, but they just wanna try it out. I'm working with people who they are already compromised. So we don't have the luxury of taking our time or just reducing the amount of junk we're eating. It has to go. Mm-hmm. And so and the, so some of the things, um, you know, at Chipotle or at some of these other places might be allowed or might not. My teacher, my students, they learn a framework when they're working with me so they know how to audit their meals when they're out. So everything doesn't have to be made homemade. Everything doesn't have to be cooked from scratch. That's, you know, not realistic for a lot of people. But what we do teach them is uh, we have this process in my program called auditing where they know how to audit food labels when they go in the grocery store. They know how to audit meals when they dine out um, and they know how to audit things like vitamin supplements and medication. So we teach them how to read all of that so they'll know what's the most optimal version of what they're about to do.
1: Incredible. And I think that, you know, everybody's condition is, you know, different, you know, and it's kind of like the doctor you know you have to give a prescription based on you know what that person uh, constitutes and you know what their variables are but it it seems like from your curriculum you're able to teach people like hey this is healthy this is not when you eat more of these this is what's going to do for you um what would what's kind of like the framework or kind of like how would we implement that let's say we go out to Giant or Safeway or, you know, one of these places and we have this enormous selection to choose from from, you know, juices and smoothies to uh, processed microwaveable foods.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you're reading, when you're buying packaged foods, one of the things um, we teach our students is, you know, you kind of want to be. Eighty to ninety percent label free, so that means the majority of the things in your grocery cart aren't even packaged. There's no no guesswork. There's no label, right? But that other ten to twenty percent, um, the first thing is like, can I make this myself? We call what most people do when they flip over a package, if they ever. Most of us allow the front of the package to give us all the information Ooh. we need. The front of the package is just a sales page, right? And so oh you have to realize that that juice or that peanut butter or that loaf of bread is competing with you know 20 other competitors on the shelf. And so the front of their packaging is designed to be attractive to you, right? So we first thing we teach our students is ignore the front of the package, i.e. the sales page. Second thing, when you flip that thing over, you're not looking at nutrition facts. What most people look at is calories, grams of protein, grams of sugar, grams of fat, whatever. They're looking at that nutrition facts label. No, the first place your eyes wanna go when you flip that thing over is into the ingredients. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many calories it is. I don't care anything about how many grams of protein, fiber, sugar, cholesterol, sodium. We care about ingredients first. And so we teach our students how to dissect the ingredients. Number one, if you see the presence of an animal product like dairy, it's a no. If you see the presence of refined sugar, it's a no. So we don't even need to read anything else. If we see sugar, high fructose corn syrup, brown rice solids, like all the millions of names they have for sugar now, if we see that present, it's a no, okay? But then the other thing is, what we look for is can you duplicate the ingredients, i.e. the recipe? So what we call the ingredients on the back of a food label is the recipe. That's all it is. They're telling you how we made this, right? And so that you ask yourself, can I duplicate the recipe? Super simple example of this Tolu will be peanut butter. That's one thing most of us ain't making from scratch. We're going to buy packaged peanut butter, right? right. Um, And so there's a lot of peanut butters. Even if the front of the package says all natural or whatever, if you flip it over, it's going to have peanuts, palm oil, sugar, and molasses typically and some salt. That is not clean, even though it's natural. Mm. And so what our students know to look for is peanut butter with one ingredient, which is peanuts. Mm. So we want the ingredients to be as close to the original whole food form as possible without the addition of all of this oil, all of this sugar or preservatives or colorants. So our students know if I see any type of refined sugar, it's a no. If I see a food dye, it's a no, right? So yellow number four, red number this, blue number seven, it's a no so we teach them how to audit the ingredients as opposed to being obsessed with calories or grams of protein and all of that because we're eating for longevity not just for weight loss or not just you know for convenience but we're eating for longevity and so that's kind of where we start them off with auditing their package foods.
1: incredible what is uh some of your best memories when it comes to client work in terms of a transformation that occurred in their lives. Maybe they went from type two diabetes or on the hinge of death to you know after implementing your uh, program, you know making a miraculous transformation. What are some of your fondest memories?
0: You know, this is this is funny because. Um I don't know if you ever heard that saying where somebody asks you, what is your favorite, whatever, fill in the blank. So somebody might say, what is your favorite trip you've ever been on? And the reply is like the next one, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so this this is so funny and it's so apropos because um, my fondest memory total is the most recent one. And when I say most recent, I'm talking within the last hour. So let me tell you what happened. Wow. So I was out doing my, um, my cardio this morning on the water And one of my alumni, Farm to Table alumni, have booked a call with me. So we hop on the call and we're talking and he's sharing with me. He's like, Lisa, since graduating from Farm to Table. So he took Farm to Table this year, 2022. He was in our winter semester. Mm -hmm. So he took Farm to Table less than a year ago, winter 2022, like six months ago. And he's like, I have to update you. I'm like, what? Like I'm super excited. So when he enrolled in Farm to Table, uh, just to give a little context he is an older gentleman, um, maybe considered middle. I think he's in his 50s, older black male in his 50s. Um, and he is married, like planning, work, worked in the nonprofit space, all of this. And he entered into Firm to Table because he wanted to lose some weight. And, and I believe he was pre-diabetic or pre-hypertensive or already hypertensive, but had some of those lifestyle diseases that we talked about earlier. Wow. Okay, so he took Firm to Table. He has since graduated. He emailed me a couple days ago, told me, he's like, Lisa, I how do I book a call with you? I have to update you on what's been going on. So I give him the link, he booked the call. We get on the call today, just an hour ago. And he's like, I have to tell you, it's because of you that I have quit my job, wow. sold my house, <laughs> relocated. So he went from California to Connecticut, so far west to far east. Okay, and he is like, I am now committed to living a life of radical obedience. Let me tell you why this is so important. Now, when he was in front of the table, what I could do is tell you guys about the physical results we got. He lost weight. Medications came down. He's fully plant based. Now, that is not the biggest victories to me, because the reason I do this work totally is so that people can get to a place of optimal health and then leverage their health. It's just like people who teach financial abundance. It's like me getting you out of debt is not the win, right? It's me putting in you to a place of financial freedom. that's the win. And so we helped him get to a place of optimal health. He's fully plant-based, but that's not the win for me. It's the fact that now you are thinking clearly enough and you have taken back ownership of your health, and you've now decided to leverage this newfound health to live a life of radical obedience. So he's like, I finally quit a job that wasn't serving me. Sheesh. You know, I, I left, you know, I was living, him and his spouse was living in a community that did, so they sold their house in Cali, you know, he quit his job, and they literally moved across the country, and he said, these bold moves that I'm taking is because of what you taught us in front of the table about living a life of radical obedience, and so for me, Tolu, totally, that by far is my biggest, my favorite story to date, and also the most recent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the word... Radical—the words "radical obedience." Uh, yeah. Talk to us about you know your origination. How you incorporate that? Because I've heard you say that maybe a couple times now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, radical obedience means you're in complete alignment in your life. So it's me. It means whatever divine download or assignments the higher power has given you, you yield to that no matter what that's the radical part right like despite your fears despite your hesitancy despite the unknowing right most of us want control we want to know what happens next we want to know all the steps to get to the goal but radical obedience requires you to abandon that um and so one of the examples that i used in a live on my instagram that i recently did was you know in our in, in america To get, I don't know, quote unquote, the white picket fence and the success or whatever, we're, the strategy we're taught is hard work. However, the strategy for getting all of those things through obedience is faith. And so most of us, most of us have heard, you know, um, faith without works is dead. But most of us have the opposite problem, which is works without faith. Mm -hmm. So we do the hard work. But we don't have the faith to take the leaps and take the chances and make the sacrifices needed to live a life of obedience and really autonomy and self-actualization. And so my mission through the work I do at the Black Health Academy is to, number one, get people back to a place of homeostasis and balance in their body and their minds so that now that physical, mental, and emotional health challenges are out of the way, we can leverage this health to really surrender to radical obedience. So that may look like exiting from a relationship that no longer serves you, you know, pivoting in your career, you know, really like starting to um, prioritize yourself in your life, like what God told you to write that book years ago, you've been putting it off. Like whatever assignment you've been putting on the back burner that you were called to do, my mission is to get you to a place of optimal health so that you can execute on it. So when our students, um, graduate from, you know, my Farm the Table program and in our alumni community now, and they're sharing what they've done since the program, the weight loss and all of that is not impressive to me. <laughs> and this is going to sound a little boastful because I knew that already. Like I knew if you follow my process, that was going, I knew the hypertension was going to be reversed. I knew the blood sugar was going to come down. I knew you would be out of the danger zone for a heart attack. You're impressed by that because you've been trying to do it for you. I'm not impressed by that. I'm impressed when you take it to the next level and you're now like, you know what? Getting back in the driver's seat of my health has given me the courage to get back in the driver's seat of my life. Because health is one thing that typically um, evades most people. Even the smartest, most brilliant people, they will still be overweight. They will still be sick and, and, you know. Nearly dead privately, even though publicly they bomb at what they do, because it's usually the one thing that people can't seem to DIY, do with themselves. And so when they get on, when they get back into power when it comes to their health, now you're unstoppable. Now you are like you're unmatched, and like like I, in my field, for example, I don't even think I have competition. Not because I'm the shit, not because I'm the best. It's just because. Like I, my vibrational frequency Is on a whole nother level Like I'm not even thinking Like it's amazing I can't even explain it But that's why radical obedience Is so important because there, It's impossible for there to be competition When every move You make is not your own But it's being assigned to you by somebody else And we know he doesn't give anybody the same assignment So it's impossible To me to be in competition With someone who has a totally different assignment From me and so when we compare ourselves to other people, oftentimes we're looking at like they're a health coach. I'm a health coach. So they're my competition. No, no, no. My assignment is so t- totally different. Last year, I released the first ever plant based certification designed for people who are serving marginalized communities. Now, there is a ton of other plant based certifications out there, but this assignment was given to me. So that's the one. And I'm being radically obedient and executing on it. And so that when you live that type of life, where you have to yield to faith and obedience, um, it's a different way of existing.
1: Real quick, thank you for being a loyal listener. Here's our incredible treat to you all again. Guys, look, our software that we use to make clients hundreds of thousands of dollars, this replaces all your click funnels, all your active campaigns. Not only that, but you're getting 14 days of group coaching, guys. We're doing daily group coaching. I want you to be a part of this community so that you can make money like my clients have been making, like others have been making. Guys, you're going to love this. Text the word GROW, G-R-O-W, to 443-775-3580, and prepare to have your mind incredible blown and to make money online here's my treat to my loyal listeners i see you on the other side enjoy the rest of the show now there's that debate you know that oh if you go plant-based you know you're gonna lack certain nutritions and there's gonna be deficiencies and you know how do you know you're getting zinc or how do you know you're getting you know the fish oil you know things that you know people uh i think use to kind of say you know what i, I want to go that lifestyle is there any truth to that and if there is how do you compensate for that
0: mm-hmm. for all your viewers i'm having my first dose of plants today so excuse me for <laughs> sipping on my green smoothie um <laughs> but okay so if you said is there some truth to you being potentially nutritionally deficient absolutely there's some truth to that it's the same way you're nutritionally deficient and you eat meat every day the the issue is not which it's not the fact that you do or don't eat meat. It's the fact that you don't prioritize the medicinal plants. You don't prioritize the medicinal legumes. You don't prioritize the medicinal fruits and vegetables. And so can you have nutritional deficiencies when you take animal products out of your diet? Black and white answer is yes. But not. it's not because you took the animal products out. It's because you don't intentionally eat the plants. Does that make sense? And so what most people think is that we get all of these great, you know, uh, vitamins and minerals from animals. But what's important to note is that those vitamins and minerals, I don't know, those omega-3s, that zinc, that protein, whatever you think you're getting from the animal products, right, you could also get from a vitamin and supplement. You could also get from a plant and whole real food. So if I can get protein from all these different things, I can get protein from a chicken, I can get protein from a powder, or I can get protein from black beans. The issue is not, can I get the the vitamin and mineral? The issue is what quality am I getting? Right? And so it's not that um, you are going to be at risk for nutritional deficiencies because you um, get rid of animal products. The, The better thought is, I'm going to get a higher quality of those things because it's not doused or coming with a side of saturated fat, cholesterol, hormones, advanced glycation end products, and, you know, additives, right? So I can put a scoop of vegan protein powder in my smoothie every morning, but the way it interacts with the body tolu, i.e. our bioavailability, is different based on the source, so I personally and my t- my students know we don't do protein powders and all of these supplements. We go straight to the source, which is the plants. Now, we also make data-driven decisions, which means we do not make the assumption that we are getting everything we need. We get blood work done to confirm it. So, you know, when people try and comfort me in the comments like you're vegan, you're not getting everything you need, you're you're, you're you know, you're misaligned, whatever. No, I got blood work to prove. That I know, not only do, am I not on vitamins and supplements as a plant-based vegan, but I don't need them because my levels are, you know, up to par.
1: Uh, This, and you know, the kind of society that we live in is fast-paced. You know, it's extremely fast-paced. You know, people are getting busier and busier. More and more people are becoming entrepreneurs and they're saying to themselves, I would love to do that, but I don't got time, you know. Mm -hmm. How do you cognizantly uh, acknowledge the fact that, okay, things are getting quicker and quicker, but people if this can be delivered in kind of like a almost like a fast food kind of um, style, maybe Mm -hmm. more people would incorporate it. So what are your thoughts on that in terms of people want to live a healthier lifestyle, but they don't necessarily want to spend more time having to Mm -hmm. rearrange their uh date or take more time out to incorporate that
0: well first i would say shame on them it's like no okay let's not come for the people okay <laughs> all right. i right I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you i am not about to meet you where you are let me tell you what you need to do okay okay so a couple ways i'm gonna post this question the first is practically all right so what that means is when you are a plant-based vegan, in the way that I teach it, meaning we're eating whole real foods and not a bunch of packaged junk food, are you going to be at the grocery store more often? Are you going is, to, is prep going to take a little longer when you cook because you got to maybe chop up stuff? Um, the answer is yes, right? There is a um, energetic and time, um, you know, capacity that you do need to consider potentially. But the other side of that coin is the ability to pay for peace. So there's a way, To eat a whole food plant-based diet, and you don't have to be the one doing all of the work. Now, there is a bunch of ways, especially depending on what part of country or the world you live in, where it's a little easier than other parts geographically to get access to, you know, food and quick, convenient meals. And so, you can pay for peace by, you know, utilizing an app like the Happy Cow app, find finding plant-friendly restaurants around you ordering food you like this there's food boxes um there's you know boxes where you prep you make the food yourself and then the food or the food comes prepared um there's obviously paying a local chef to make meals for you all of this is available to you so do we want them the food and the meals as close to their whole food farm as possible yes but you don't have to be the one to do it um, but the other side of that coin where i will comfort people a little bit is this what most people think, this is the same way people look at stuff like, you know, meditation or spirituality and that, you know, um, I want the the benefits that doing that brings. However, like you said, like my capacity, my bandwidth is not where it, it doesn't allow that at this season in my life. And one day I will consider adopting a plant-based diet because I know it's probably more optimal. Maybe I've jibbled and dabbled in the past and I did feel better. But I just don't have the capacity to dedicate the energy that requires right now. When you look at it like that, what you're, what you're misunderstanding is the point of a plant-based vegan diet is not to get better at being a plant-based vegan. The point mm-hmm. of a plant-based diet is to get better at life. So everything that you're putting off um, as far as getting healthy in order to prioritize other stuff in your life, that stuff will be in hand to go better and come out you know more quality if you did this so it's like how I told you the reason my content is fire the reason my programs are fire the reason I'm able to create on a daily basis is because of what I eat it's because of what I don't eat it's because of what I drink and so if you understand that the better the point of it is that's when I when I learned that about meditation it took me to the next level I was steadily trying to improve myself as a meditator. Uh, I wasn't uh, still enough this time. I wasn't, I didn't do it long enough this time. Oh my God, my thoughts were all over the place this time. You know what? I don't have time for meditation. I'm just not good at it. I'll come back to it later. Until a meditation teacher said, the point of meditation is not to get better at meditation, it's to get better at life. Mm -hmm. So stop trying to perfect, um, perfect the task itself and zoom out. And, uh, and look at how you doing this impacts every other thing. And then those mishaps or the things that take a little longer or the things that seem they aren't like they aren't perfect yet won't matter because in the big picture you notice, well, you know what, I am sleeping better. I am eliminating regularly now. You know, my energy is up. Like, you know, I slipped up and had that cheese last week, but I can't, I can't get off this train yet because I see that this is is still a more scenic route than the one I was taking, right? So that would be my answer to I ain't got time.
1: (laughs) Incredible, incredible answer. And I think, you know, when we look at the long-term trajectory of, you know, a life, you know, 70, maybe 70 plus years, you know, um, you want to live a life whereby you have strength for as long as possible, and you're free of chronic illness for as long as possible. So, making those sacrifices now um, is key. Um, And we live in an environment that has tons of stressors, you know, bills and, you know, environment and, you know, money and all kinds of things and relationships and, you know, expectations. So, I think having cleaner fuel you know, within you that uh, powers your mind and your emotion and your spirit and so many different things. Um, It's key and it's very, very um, helpful to navigate uh, those different obstacles and situations in life. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to like the mental part of it, Mm -hmm. how does it help one? You know, because a lot of people are always on go mode oh i gotta go to the store i gotta go to the kids game i gotta go to work i gotta go to you know always on always doing something so when they replace that um meat based or you know other type uh eating with a plant-based how does that difference in food quality how does it what are you noticing that it helps them with
0: Okay, so you're saying like when people start removing animal products out of their diet, how does it improve the quality of the food they're eating? Or are you asking about them being busy all the time and how does it improve their ability to navigate a busy life?
1: Exactly. ability to navigate a busy life.
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, one, um, when you become a mindful eater and you're int- intentionally cognizant and aware of what you're putting in your body, as opposed to eating out of habit, eating out of emotions, but you're making a biological choice as opposed to behavioral choice every time you eat. That present moment awareness with your dietary decisions helps to bring more present moment awareness to everything else. And so one of the things that I think um, is really beneficial to understand is how the mind works. Like most of us live the majority of our time in one of two places, either reviewing the past or rehearsing the future, and rarely are we in the present moment. So when you bring that present moment awareness to what you're eating, then it helps you to be in the present with everything that you're doing and Jumping around from one thing to another or, um, you know, always being busy, always being on the go, if that's not your preferred lifestyle, should call into question, right? What decisions have I been making historically that has caused my life to look like this? And what decisions do I need to make going forward to change things? So just bringing present moment awareness to what's happening as opposed to being in the flow, but not operating, not controlling it, right? And mm-hmm. so um, w- one of the things I teach around kind of on the same like time and busy conversation we've been having is time management versus task management. What most of us have heard rhetoric around is t- the importance of time management. But that's not it. What needs to happen is the step before that, which is task management. And the difference is time management happens when you say yes. You take on all of these things, right? Yep, I'm going to put the kid in this sport. I'm going to put the other kid in that sport. I'm going to volunteer over here. You know what? I should probably go back to school and get that degree. Oh, wait, I need to be present and spend some time with my partner. Okay, I also need to find time to exercise. Okay, wait a minute. I should probably be working on my finances. So let me take some time. Okay, I also want to start a company. And so we say yes to a whole bunch in one season. And now we have to figure out how to make it fit on the calendar and that's time management. But the wise person manages things from a task management mindset and the task management happens before the yes. So before I even agree to create capacity for this thing in my life, let me truly take a look at my life and see if I have the capacity for it. Not just the time and the empty space on the calendar, but logistically. And energetically and intellectually do I have the capacity to be fully present with this task and if not I need to put it in a different season so task management happens before the yes time management happens after you've given all these yeses and I think we wouldn't even be in a situation where we are now where we're all over the place if we would master task management as opposed to time management.
1: incredible Woo. Um. Nowadays, we're seeing like more pills and powders, especially powders, you know, things that, hey, we got like a blend of like mushrooms and ginkgo alley and, you know, uh, cannabis mushroom lion cane name, you know, all kinds of things that are blended into these powders that is kind of, I know there's like cachava and, you know, green pow, all kinds of stuff like that, that, you know, is like, hey, we did all the hard work for you, took all these natural ingredients you know, made it into this uh, amazing powder that you can go ahead and, you know, drink and it gives you that uh, nutritional shot or it gives you all the benefits. What What are your thoughts on those?
0: Well, the first is to, to keep in mind the operative word, which is supplement. So some of these things can be healthy, but they should supplement your lifestyle and your diet. They should not be the source of the vitamins and sustenance, but they should supplement you getting those things from a whole food plate. The other thing is there are two categories of these, you know, powders and vitamins and all of these. There's two categories of supplements, which is nature-made versus man-made. So we teach our students to avoid all man-made. So like, Lisa, what multivitamin do you recommend? None, because they're all made by man. But I do Mm. promote and encourage nature-made. So that nature-made is gonna be stuff like your sea moss, for example, your oil of oregano, right? Your, your herbal teas, right? These things are fine, they're totally fine. There's nothing wrong with taking nature-made supplements your blue-green algae, you know, all of this stuff, right? Um, however, that it should not be the, sort. you cannot think that putting a scoop of sea moss into your smoothie or you know, taking making sure you get your elderberry tea every morning is going to combat that cheesy piece of burger and fries, fried chicken, and your sugar habit. You are not doing anything by putting sea moss on top of a cheeseburger. So these <laughs> nature made, <laughs> so these nature made things have to supplement your other efforts to be optimal, right? And so it's just like the vaccine. Like people who are, you know, who you know are pro-vaccine, you take the vaccine and think I'm so protected because I took the vaccine. But it's the environment in which you're putting these things in that really dictates its power. Like if i put putting the vaccine in a body that is already free of sugar, excess dairy, excess weight, everything that compromised the immune system and the health then that vaccine is gonna be might be a little more stronger and might work a little more optimal versus me putting it in a acidic, unhealthy environment. So it's the same thing with these nature made you know and man made supplements. And the other thing is, you know, if you decide to supplement with a powder or whatever, make sure you need it in the first place. Just you know, in America we believe if something is good, then a lot must be better. And that's false. So a little bit of something good doesn't mean a lot of it is going to give you a bigger benefit. So we have to also remember that we can get too much of something good and now it actually becomes uh, detrimental to health. It's like iron, one of the most common deficiencies in America. Low iron is bad, but too much iron is just as bad. So same thing with protein. Most people are like obsessed with protein and they think, I'm not, if I'm not getting enough protein, you know, all of these bad things are going to happen. But most people, because most people are on an animal-based diet, they actually get too much protein, and that's what aids in ruining our kidneys. And so Mm. it's important to understand that when you eat things in their whole food form as opposed to a, a powder or a liquid where the sustenance is too concentrated, when you eat it in its whole food form, because it's still in its molecular structure, you're getting it the way nature intended, and you're getting the proper dosage. When you try and Let man convince you that they've made it so convenient to put it in a powder or peel. You get this concentrated dosage. And essentially what happens is you just have expensive urine because your body can't even absorb it. And so you're not even, you know, you're not even getting it and it's not even benefiting you. So I believe in making data driven decisions, meaning before I supplement, I have blood work from my doctor that said I was deficient in this and I need to get it quickly. Other than that, what's the point of supplementation if you can get things from your plate?
1: Incredible. Now, you got to give us what are some of your favorite plants out there or the ones that you recommend to your students or like what you said, the rainbow type um, colors. What are some of the favorite ones that over the years you've like, wow, these ones are really good for people and that you highly recommend?
0: Well, you know, I don't believe in like a super food uh, (laughs) school of thought. Um, so I'll tell you some things that I just prioritize on a regular basis. So one of my like mantras, you know, my most popular hashtag probably, um, and one of what we call in farm the table, our farm daily for is plants every damn day. So I'm not going to tell you that, you know, kale trumps arugula, right? They both are different plants that provide different benefits. You know, your spinach, your greens, your, you know, your bok choy, they're all powerful. Just prioritize plants every damn day. So like I'm getting my first dose in my smoothie and here is arugula and mixed organic greens. Right. Um, And so that's one thing, like because the plants are the medicine. So if you're dealing with chronic health challenges, you want to get plants in every day. And then when it comes to diversification so that I don't risk nutritional deficiency, like you said, that the rainbow, you have to eat the rainbow. Green is mm. a beautiful color, but that is not the only color you need to eat. We got to eat some uh, brown food, some yellow food, some red food, some purple foods. Like when you eat the rainbow, the color of the food dictates the nutrition that you Become that the rainbow
1: when you eat. That's the rainbow, right. You become the rainbow.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so, um, I don't have anything that I believe. Like uh, it's just like like rises above anything else it's I diversify so I do plants every damn day I do half of my body weight in ounces of water per day Um, somebody who's overweight needs to do half of their healthy body weight in ounces of water every day Um, we encourage our students to do 30 grams of fiber a day super important 30 gram minimum of 30 grams of fiber and then finally at least one cup of berries a day so that is kind of our farm daily for the plants the water the berries and the fiber um, that our students are required Incredible. to prioritize everything
1: for that. Incredible. For those that are listening or those that are tuning in and they're saying, Lisa, we, we hear you. We want to get started with you. We want to change our lifestyle to what's more healthier, what's more in alignment, radical obedience. How do people get started with you and what do you recommend?
0: Yeah. So we make it very, very simple, um, at the Black Health Academy. So, <clears throat> Most of what we offer, Tolu, is complimentary. Like we have an e-learning platform. Um, I do a class every first Saturday of the month called Get Planted, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle, Um, you know, podcast. We offer a lot, a lot of content complimentary because we wanted to combat um, that barrier that most people have with getting healthy, which is the finances. However... When you are ready for a coach, there is only we only offer two things that you have to pay for at the Black Health Academy. Um, and one of those things are being decommissioned at the end of this year. But what, I have two coaching programs, which is the only two things we charge for. Everything else is complimentary. So you have Farm to Table, which is a 10-week plant-based coaching program designed for individuals, with chronic immediate lifestyle disease or health challenges. So that means you wanna adopt a whole food plant-based diet to combat some type of health challenge that you've been experiencing for at least three months. Um, So that's farm to table. The final semester that I'm teaching is going to be held in fall of 2022, October 1st to December 3rd. The other way that you're able to work with me personally is in my plant-based certification. So in my certification, I work with health professionals I certify them in plant-based nutrition science and cognitive behavioral coaching. And that is a year-long container. And both of those programs can be found, plus the first Saturday class, plus the e-learning platform, plus the podcast. You can go to the blackhealthacademy.com to check out all the ways that you can get value out of my ecosystem and out of me and my team. So again, that's the blackhealthacademy.com. And I I personally do not work with people one-on-one anymore. Um, you have to, you know, enroll in one of those two group coaching programs to work with me directly or come to our first Saturday classes that I teach. And that's where you can ask questions, get help in real time for wherever you are in your journey. And that's every first Saturday of the month at 11 a.m. EST. And it's all virtual. Everything is virtual. And so that would be the blackhealthacademy.com again um, to start checking out some of that content and seeing, you know, where you need to be in your, in your journey to optimal health. And if nothing else, if you just like what I be spitting, follow me on social media at Lisa Angel Smith at Lisa Angel Smith on Instagram and Facebook, um, and that'll be a great place to just start hearing more of my perspective and how I teach this content. Whether you're a health professional or a person who is trying to get healthy using a plant-based diet, um, there'll be a great deal of content on my Instagram or Facebook at Lisa Angel.
1: Incredible! I love it. Oh. Uh, I think, you know, it's such a under-talked about lifestyle change and benefit, but I think it's probably one of the most important. Uh, if you value your life, value the life of, you know, your kids or your kids' kids, and you, you want to stick around to be strong and healthy for them, um, this is a change that you shouldn't wait to you know, the medical condition arises, but you should be preventative, precautionary and even make that change now. It really is incredible when we think about, you know, how those adjustments can have major, major changes on us. Uh, We're going to be giving you guys direct access to Lisa. All the links are going to be there. Learn, you know, this is health. This is something that is key and Uh, I'm going to be tapping into as well because there's a reason why, you know, this is not as talked about. And I think it's because, you know, we live in a society whereby if you get sick, you know, somebody's making a lot of money off of that. And to be able to reverse engineer that and become healthier, become more mentally, cognitively sharper to, you know, be more in control and in alignment with your higher self. I think is one of the major keys to uh, success and to leave uh, a legacy and to live in a impactful life too as well. And this aligning with your divine purpose. So Lisa, we want to thank you for the discipline, the sacrifice, the study, the education, everything that you've done to be this person of extreme value, not just to us, but you're impacting generations upon generations to come. Because for example the uh, older gentleman that you know he got his energy you know he got up he moved you know he's doing things that's impacting so many generations those that you're teaching so we just want to say we are super super thankful we appreciate you thank you
0: thank you so thank you so much for saying that and recognizing that i really appreciate it
1: awesome awesome any last words anything you want to get off your chest anything you want to say out there to the people
0: yeah, um, this is non-negotiable. Um, Would be if there was something I wanted imprinted on your brain from this interview is non-negotiable. You you you've spent too many years negotiating your health, like hoping and wishing that you had the brevity of time that other things were more priority. It is time for this to become non-negotiable. And so, whatever your limitations are, physically, mentally, or emotionally. I need you to move that to the top of your priority list. Practice task management, rearrange some things and make your health your number one priority because it is when you are the most optimal version of yourself that you are able to be fully aligned with your assignment and this purpose, and your purpose on this planet. Even if you feel like you're doing the work you were called to do right now, I can promise you, if your health is compromised, you are not giving all that is supposed to have gave, <laughs> and that's all I got for y'all today. Thank you for having Sheesh. me show,
1: <laughs> Masterminders. You heard it there, straight from Lisa. Tap in with your higher self, change your diet, change your life, change your mentality. Uh, so many different benefits across the board. Be more in tune with how we were supposed to eat, you know, as humans, and how we were created to consume instead of what has been manufactured by somebody that you know wants to increase profitability at all costs uh by giving you what God knows what has been manufactured and what chemicals have been you know poured into the body so you know it's super exciting uh, what we see you doing Lisa and I think you know the field is only going to expand and more interest you know garner as time goes on because people are starting to wake up and be like you know what I- I'm tired of killing myself I'm I'm tired of eating this low-quality food that really doesn't provide sustenance or or fills me in a way that's in alignment with what I know I'm capable of.
0: That's 100% correct.
1: Appreciate you guys tapping into the episode. Again, here's my incredible gift to my listeners. I want you to text GROW, G-R-O-W, to 443-775-3580 we're about to completely blow your mind we've literally packaged our webinar engine and our tools that we use to help clients generate multiple multiple six figures and guys not only that you're getting all of that this replaces all your click funnels active campaigns all that but you're getting 14 days of group coaching right so what does this mean it means you come in and we start equipping you with the tools to go and make a lot of money online sell more high ticket program offers guys i'll see you on the other side and again text grow g-r-o-w to 443 775-3580. This is for my listeners. I can't wait to blow your mind. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.